this week on the Dude Absolutely podcast. Alex goes all reading rainbow in this bitch. Chris discovers a disturbing shelf. We pay our respects to guitar god Eddie Van Halen. Nas gets mentioned because, of course. Breasts are deployed in an orange Julius. We got some fresh broadie buys and some comfy prims. Dude. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, absolutely. God, I love your socks. Thanks, dude. I think I say that every time I see dude. these ones specifically. Yeah. Do you know what they are? It's Mother Mary. Yeah, but you know what they are? She's in Florida. No, it's Mary Jane. Well, I realized that way too late. Those are terrible weed plants. I know, but that's like, like the like pl- palm it's trees. Like, it's the play on like Mary Jane. Ah. Yeah, I love these socks. They're like my favorite. Yeah, I wore them to work one time because I didn't realize what they were and then... My buddy at work was like, dude, is that weed? Is that like, is that supposed to be weed? And I was like, I fucking guess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Mother Mary was just in Florida. Well, she's also in toast sometimes too. Ah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, gu- <laughs> hey guys. How you sleeping? Good. How you sleeping? Dude, I've been. Actually, I'm not sleeping good. I lied. Oh. Keep going. Well, I, I had some trouble <laughs> sleeping the other night, but. For the most part, like this week, I've been like trying to make a conscious effort to like drink less before bed, sleep earlier, or go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier, and it's actually working. It's fucking awesome. Nice. Like, I feel like accomplished when I wake up in the morning. I uh, I've been creating again, like and so like I've been making those designs, right? Yeah. I'll put up the rollerblader, and then I made one of Kalila, and uh, and now I'm making one of my friend Riley. And it's the best one I've done. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I know, like, the one I did of Kim and I when we started the Not So Anonymous was pretty good. Yeah. A lot of work. This one of Riley is like, I can't fucking wait to show you guys. Hell yeah. Put that one up here. Super, <laughs> super excited. That's awesome. So, but the downside is. Now you're right. Yeah. I, I look at the clock and I'm like, 930, plenty of time. Right. I look again, 1230. I'm like, fuck. I right. haven't taken my sleep meds. Right can't sleep without my sleep meds right and then my doctor today was like i can't refill your wellbutrin until you have another appointment and i was like what fuck and then i, I quit vaping i threw my vape away and it was just, uh, this is a lot <laughs> yeah did you just come i did okay uh but it was a stress come so nice i started reading again that helps me uh, fall asleep like that I love, I, I've always loved reading. Like, I'm a big Stephen King fan ever since. Actually, there's a little story. You read Stephen King before bed? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, he's not, it's not all scary. Everyone thinks that everything he does is scary. It's like, they're all thrillers. Like, they, they're, they're, like, sometimes in the books, they get your blood pumping. But, like, there are books that are fucking terrifying by him, <laughs> but I'm not reading those before bed. But I've, lately, I've been reading, uh, this series called uh, The Gentleman Bastards, which I'm this is going to be a stretch. So fucking <laughs> bear with me. Have you guys seen uh, uh, Peaky Blinders? I have. I've watched one episode. OK. Have you seen Peaky Blinders? Mario? OK. Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? All of it. OK. So 
picture, I know it's not a real era of time, uh, but neither is the Gentleman Bastards book. It's actually in like a different universe than the universe we're in now. Have you seen Carnival Row? No. The Orlando Bloom and... Uh, no. What's her name? You know what I'm talking about? No. Keep going. Okay, so... I think it might describe what you're talking about. Gentleman Bastards is basically a perfect hybrid of Peaky Blinders and Game of Thrones. Where, like, there's the sort of primitive aspect. There are still, like, towns and whatever, but there's, like, bards and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's that era, I guess. And then they're a gang of thieves, basically. And uh, it's it's similar to, like, how the book It is written, where, like, you're getting a, a like kind of a dual perspective where, like, you, you read about when they're kids and when they're adults. Okay. And each part, like, each chapter switches back and forth between when they're kids and when they're adults. And so, like, you get this. I have not seen that. No. Is it good? It's really good. Okay, I'll check it out. But it's it's like Sherlock Holmes meets oh, okay. Game of Thrones, I okay. feel like, I, even though I haven't seen okay. Game of Thrones. Fuck yeah. So anyway, so the Gentleman Bastard series. Sorry. Uh, you have the shortest legs on earth. <laughs> How are you? Okay. You know, it's funny. Kim didn't believe that you were six foot three last week. Why? <laughs> I know. That's what I said. I never understood that. When when people are like, how tall are you? And you're like, six three. And they're like, no. And you're like, how the fuck would I make that up? <laughs> fucking basketball tryouts up the street? Like, I don't. Why yeah. would I lie about that? Like when you're the Tinder profile. When you're when you're ten, you lie. You know. Somebody's like, "How tall are you?" You're like six foot. They're like, <laughs> "Okay, you're four ten, but all right." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, keep so, going. Sorry. So anyway, the Gentleman Bastard series is, uh, like I said, it's in like kind of that dual time period sort of thing, but it's the most, in my opinion, the most like brilliant conception of a story like ever. This kid is an orphan, right? And he gets purchased by instead of getting sent to the gallows as an orphan which mm. is how they do it in this town this town it's called Comor, is basically like how i would picture like like a paris or a venice or something so there's like okay. canals everywhere but there's like parts of the city are really sh- like shitty some of the parts of the city are like where all the wealthy people are whatever uh, and they use canals to get around and horses have but you they, have you watched inhumans no damn it so uh so he's a he's a kid and he gets purchased by uh this guy who basically purchases all the orphans and then they live underground in like these like catacombs basically and then that's where they sleep and eat but then at night they all wake up and they all have their duties to go out and steal oh and then they all bring back their their money whatever it's kind of like in the Loot. movie kind of yeah kind of like in the movie solo when all the when in the very beginning when they all go back to the lady or like the giant fucking worm thing yeah and then you know they're bringing their loot back and then that's how they earn their money or earn their food yeah. earn, earn their bed that, there's a bunch of right yeah yeah so there's that sort of thing so he's 5 years old but he's too good okay at stealing and he's drawing too much attention to the kids so the guy's like i'm either going to fucking kill you or somebody else is going to buy you so i'm going to bring you to this guy his name's father chains and he might take you at his, there's like the 13 gods. So there's like 13 different churches and father changes at this particular church and he's a blind man and he sits out front of the church and he begs for money. That's how he makes all his money. So he goes there and this blind guy is like, 
sounds like you've been trouble. And he's like, yeah, I'm five, <laughs> you know? And then, uh, <laughs> so then Father James is like, well, you better not be trouble for me, but we're going to keep you alive. And then he's like, okay. So they go inside and Father James like takes his blindfold off, takes his cuffs off. He's like, takes his chains off. Yeah. And he's like, all right, so this isn't actually a church. This is the most underground thieves guild in the entire town of Kamor. And we're like, there's like all thieves guilds, like everywhere there's fucking thieves guilds. Okay. And he's like, you will become the most elite thief in this city. And then there's like two other orphans that show up. They're like twins. And they're like, we'll teach you everything. And then this other orphan gets brought into the fold and another orphan gets brought into the fold and it's the five of them. It's like John Wick, Assassin's Creed, and Peter Pan sure. all rolled into... Sure, yeah. And the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's them as kids. And then as adults, you find out Father Change is long dead, but this like this Thieves Guild of theirs, the Gentleman Bastards, is, ah. is fucking running everything, but nobody knows who they are. Yeah. It's like they're the most underground. So like they're running... Basically, they're doing like an entire, I don't know what you would even call it, like they'll do like a full job on somebody. A heist? Yeah, but it's not a heist. It's like literally they like get to know the person and they like go in costume and like all oh, this shit. And then they, a con. Yeah, they do a full con on somebody and then take all of their money. And it's like all these rich people. And then they just go back underground. And they've got like a room filled with gold and jewels that they just sit on because they have nothing to do with it because they can't be known by anybody. So there's like this whole thing. So the the first book is kind of about the city of Kamor. The second book is about a different city. And then this third book is about an even... An, Who, who's that actor with a giant nose? Uh, He's in Wes Anderson films, like uh, the Darjeeling Limited. Uh, the John, pianist guy? John Torturo? No, no, no. He has, like, it's a monstrous schnozzles. He was in Kong. Oh, Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So they've talked... The reason I bring this up is because they talked about making it a show and somebody bought it. Somebody at Columbia, some smaller studio that's owned by Columbia, bought it. But they're not doing anything with it. And there's like a lot of people... Like the author, Scott Lynch, is like advocating for it to become a show. It is, you guys, straight up the greatest story ever told. Like I'm, I know that's super dramatic and it's classic me to hyperbolize something <laughs> to that extent. But it is... They are my favorite books ever. Oh, they are awesome. so fucking good. And like all the characters are have like their own like it's a real personality. It's not just like a book personality where you're like, I get to know them enough, but the story is what drives it. It's like the story doesn't mean anything in these books. It's like the characters drive it yeah. entirely. It's beautiful. It's like how Star Wars and how Lord of the Rings, how those like the characters are what cling to you. Have you seen Brothers Bloom? No. If if you like that book, you would fucking love this movie. Okay. It's incredible. I'll check it out. So underrated, underappreciated. I'm, dude, I'm down for anything that compels me like this book does. It is it's one of those where like you go to you design, you create for oh, three yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah. I literally I could read this book for hours and not realize it. Because you are kind of creating. You, you do have, you have to, to build map. yeah, you have to build these images in your head, but the imagery is so like deep in these books. And like the friendship that you like, you feel like they're real people. You know, you feel like you're watching friends do something. It's incredible. It's so good. Oh, I could talk for hours about this book. But that's awesome. It's fantastic. What was it called again? The Gentleman Bastards series. Gentleman so the first, Bastards. The first one is called The Lies of Locke Lamora. 
The second one, Locke Lamore is the main character. Oh, okay. The second one is called Red Seas Under Red Skies. And then the third one is called... I have red dots in my thighs. <laughs> you got chicken pox or... Herpes. <laughs> I was going to say herpes. Herpes. Ah. Can and I get then, my headphones up just a smidge? I know I'm being a whiny you're bitch. You're such a douche. I know. Uh, oh, that's perfect. Thank you. I don't know what the third one is, but I, I forget what it's called. The Arabs. Republic of Thieves. Yeah, the Republic of Thieves. That's nice. Yeah. Thanks, Mara. Yeah. Thank you, Mara. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm telling you right now, you will not regret reading them if you do. Yeah. And I know you're not a big book guy, but I, I, I'm I'm trying to read it. I'm I, I need to finish Rivers of Eden. It's a fantasy. Um, like early ages, early times, America and the in the Dakotas. Okay. Um, and it's like um, it's like a thriller, and there's elements of magic to it. And, okay. And some yeah. taboo shit. Hell yeah. The and the author Rachel Levy, the words that she uses, I like. I haven't been excited about reading something since yeah. she fucking sent me this thing. Um. The way that she describes things, like you can feel the humidity yeah. in when she's describing the shit. Right. It's like <clears throat> Dan Brown was the last like author that I was excited about okay. and was reading his shit. Yeah. But then he just does the same fucking thing over and over right. again. So and that's like, that's so I, I I did that series, or I'm doing the Gentleman Bastard series, and then there was another one before. Uh can you look up a wise man's fear for me? It's for part of that series. That's the second book in that series. Um, the third one is yet to be released. A wise man's fear is one in the rear. What's the series called? The King Killer Chronicle. Yeah, that one is fucking awesome too. It's literally like a guy who's like an innkeeper. I feel like you. I feel like you didn't appreciate my joke. I didn't. Oh. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. What'd you say? You said it's called a wise man's fear. Yeah, I said a wise man's fears one in the rear. <laughs> That's really good. Thanks. That is funny. I'm sorry. Bleep out. What? I just told myself to bleep out. Why? Because I'm gonna keep saying it and then it'll keep bleeping. Oh, that's that's funny. Yeah. But then keep the rear parts. I mean, <laughs> people will be like, "Is it? Is it? I don't. That's the word." And then I'll bleep that part out. So yeah, yeah, nobody yeah, will yeah, know yeah, what yeah. the fuck's going. Oh, on. I love it. Uh, so that series is also really good. It's like an innkeeper. You know, it's like he's this humble young innkeeper, whatever. And then one day this guy shows up and he's like, he's a fucking uh, uh, chronicler. So he like writes down people's stories and then sells them in books. Okay. And he's like the most famous chronicler ever. And he's like, that's I feel not. like that's not the right word. No, that's literally what he what they call it in the oh yeah, in the okay. in the series. But what what is that word? Uh, well, orator is somebody who like reads people's things. I don't know. I, I it's, but now my brain just had like that. Yeah, brain the block. guy's name is the Chronicler. In, okay, in the, okay, in okay. The books. I got so, you. I got you. So the guy is he's like the most famous of his kind, and he shows up and he's like, "I fucking knew you were here," and he's like, "Oh damn it, what?" And he's like, "I need your story," and he's like, "I'm not telling my fucking. I don't have a story." And he's like, "I know who you are, and you have the greatest story ever told." And he's like, "Fine, I'll tell you my story, but it goes by my rules." And then like. You fucking get the story, and his life is. Wait, is this interview insane. with a vampire? It's close. <laughs> uh, it's Drew Barrymore is in it. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I forgot that Drew Barrymore. No, not sorry, Kirsten Dunst. No, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, no, Drew Barrymore's in a vampire show though. She's in that like, like the vampire. Yeah, it's the one on Netflix. It was like. Are you talking about the Santa Clarita Diet? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a zombie. zombie. Oh, I haven't watched Get it. Get your fucking facts straight, guy. I thought, she, I thought she was a vampire. So are you mainly into um, fiction? Yeah, fiction. Okay. Like I really like thrillers, and I like fantasy fiction. I feel like you're taking notes like, okay. Send the fiction. Well, I was honestly you, curious. Yeah, that's for the most part. I just part, liked the cadence read. that you had. I liked it. I don't okay. read al- almost any nonfiction at all. Uh I think of books as an escape, not as a lesson. Uh, and then you can form your own lesson while you're reading into the escape. You know, it's like, oh, there's there's some moral integrity to this story. I can actually glean something from this, as opposed to like being... good use of glean. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, I'm super horny. So, <laughs> so I'm all. Do you have any histamine? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. okay. Pop myself a Claritin. <laughs> Actually did. Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, check that book out. But I don't know why. I, I, classic me just going on like a full blown diatribe about something that like has no bearing. But I'm telling you, you got to read those books. They're yeah, so good. we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, first of all, super excited. Van Halen. I know. Rip. Yeah, I've been I've been listening to him for the last couple of days. Um, what was his name? Eddie Vedder. Ed, yes, Eddie Vedder. Um, so after he left Van Halen, he uh, started. Nirvana. Um, no, no, actually, Soundgarden. He started Soundgarden. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he started Soundgarden, and then he moved on and was the lead singer for the Foo Fighters. They sing that Chicka Cherry Cola song, right? I think so. Or is that The Offspring? Ooh, I want you, I know if I need Oh, no, 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 that's... uh, that's uh, Eiffel 55. That's, what's that... <laughs> What's that? Is that really them? No. What's oh. that? What's that band with? What's the? What was the band with? Savage Garden. Oh no, with Gwen Stefani. No doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, no doubt, actually did that song first, and then it was a cover by Savage Garden. What? Yeah. No way is that true. I'm fucking, of course, making all of this up. I thought this was a bit. I remember listening to it on the school bus, and I was like, just fucking being super gay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just going to say it. I'm flailing about, loving it, and somebody was like, oh my God, you like Savage Garden? And I was like, it... no, I like Sound Garden. <laughs> Even though I'm dancing to this song, right. and they're just like, whatever. That's all I remember is somebody saying, oh my God, you like Sa- Savage Garden? And even though I was dancing, said, no, I like Sound Garden. That's funny. This is a joke. <laughs> when I was like 12, I was like jamming out to an Eric Clapton song. Yeah. And I was getting made fun of by my brother. It was on the bus because we were listening to it on the bus. Did you push a kid off the bus? No, I just really oh. liked that w- song. Was he like, how come you're not listening to Guns N' Roses and masturbating with Elmer's glue like me? I imagine that Dude, you're masturbating horrifying. with Elmer's glue. You would, you would circumcise, circumcise yourself with every stroke. Have you ever seen your brother's penis? Yeah. Ouch. I did have. he ever pierce? Did he pierce his dick? Anyway, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. What a shredder. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Oh shit! That's it. Throat yeah. cancer. Oh fuck, man. Yeah. Well, another reason not to smoke cigarettes. But uh, I actually have a Van Halen story. Man, we need to have a Patreon because I want to do an episode dedicated to vaping versus cigarettes. 
Is this okay. like a contest? Because vaping clearly. No, wins. I just I worked at a vape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An he's got a... manufacturer, and I just I have <laughs> hours of discussion on why smoking is worse than vaping, and no, vaping is not healthy. That's the biggest thing. Is everyone's like, like, like it has B twelve in it or something. Well, everyone <laughs> everyone says like like the argument against vaping is that people who do vape claim that it's good for you it's like no it's who like, the fuck claims no, that's what like the, there's like the people who say like it's bad for you i don't know why everyone acts like it's harmless it's like we know it's not harmless it's like harm reduction right it's like if you smoke cigarettes you're you're putting yourself at more in harm's all right way. save it for the patreon yeah, right so anyway yet yesterday was a really sad day for me because of the eddie van halen thing uh growing up my dad and i used did he he wrote panama right uh, I mean, Van Halen did Panama. I don't know if he wrote it. I don't know who wrote it. But he was the one that performed that one, right? Because yeah. that was before What's-His-Dick got in there? No, David Lee Roth was the lead singer. David Lee Roth. And then Sammy Hagar was the lead singer. Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen started the band, and then and then uh, David Lee Roth joined them. Oh, David Lee Roth was already in a band. So were they. They were both in different bands, and then they met each other like at a festival or a party or something they were like we should work together and then so like after 1984 the album just like blew up they toured the world and then uh david lee roth like wanted to take a hiatus and do like solo projects and then they were like trying to write their next album and david lee roth was like not around for it and so eddie and alex like kicked david lee roth out of the band yeah and, see that's why i thought he wrote yeah and then they replaced him <laughs> with Sammy Hagar, who was like literally a like a like a Van Halen fanboy. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, he's terrible. But he has he has like one song. That's no, I don't think he's terrible. I mean, I mean, he's not good. If I saw him in a Walmart, I would go. <laughs> you would go. You definitely shop here. So his his personality is unlikable. Very unlikable. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah, like he's got a perm and bleached hair. Like he he bleached and permed his hair. I saw him on like a I think he was on Diners, Tridents, and Ties. Oh, I'm sure he was. It was just a terrible combination. Oh, I was gonna of say. Like, wow. I was gonna say like I'm sure he and Guy Fieri are just yeah. the best. Yeah. I I will fucking die on the Guy Fieri Hill though. I love that guy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you looked like you were about to vomit when I said that. <laughs> I love him. Uh God, one way ticket to Flavortown. That, yeah, that man. But yeah, Sammy Hagar, not a fan um, of him. I like you said you said fanboy, but he was literally like forty when he joined the band. Yeah, but he was like he like loved the band. Sure, it's just like, and he was like it sounds funny to me. Yeah, apparently he did like covers of their music like at his shows. Like he would do covers of Van Halen, and then they were like, "Well, you can fucking sing the stuff." So that's like that Filipino kid joining Journey. Right, right. That's actually a really good point, but. That Filipino kid is a kid, and Sammy Hagar was that's a, true a dad. Uh, Plus, but, that Filipino kid had to have sex with everybody in Journey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk about a journey. Uh, <laughs> favorite Van Halen song? Ooh. Mm. Okay, you don't have to do favorite. Just the first one that jumps in your mind. Panama. Top Jimmy. What was it? Top Jimmy. That wow. was the, my story about Van Halen. That was my favorite song ever growing up because we had a Jimmy, the the car. So Jimmy like, Carr? The GMC Jimmy. And so I thought it was so cool when I was like four years old 
that we would listen to Top Jimmy and the Jimmy. And I thought that song was incredible. So my dad would turn it on every time we got in the car because I loved it so much. Would you ever go, Top Jimmer? I don't, uh, maybe. <laughs> Not like that. I, but like a, after learning about the Timmer thing, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but then um, my dad went on a trip like six years ago, seven years ago. I don't fucking know. It was longer than that. But uh, he actually went by himself just to like go kind of find himself. He was not doing so hot, whatever. Did some peyote. Yeah, probably not, but maybe. Oh uh but so he had a blog. And it wasn't it was like a public blog, but like nobody w- was he didn't write it so that people would read it. He read it. He wrote it because he wanted to just like write down his thoughts every day. And uh every day he did a song of the day. And then one day after it had been like 3 weeks or whatever and I hadn't spoken to him. The song of the day was Top Jimmy, and he like wrote this little blurb about me and like how proud of me he was. It was like this super, like that that song means more to me than just about every song ever written. Wow, man! What, so, what like, album's it on? It's on nineteen eighty four. Okay, it's like I think in the list of songs, it comes right right after Ice Cream Man, but I'm not sure. Dude, put the mic down there if you're going to shred that much ass. What are you talking that about? Was, you just blew the seat out of your fucking... I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think well, I was anyway, just stretching. Yeah, that's, that's that, but then like <laughs> Running With The Devil and, you know... Great song, yeah. Yeah, that song rips. I remember, um, I think, well, right now, mm-hmm. I really like that song. And I was like, I think I was like eight when that song came out or yeah. whatever. And that was like my first song that I liked by them. And I didn't really listen to them that much. And then I heard... When I was a teenager, I heard um, "Hot for Teacher." Oh yeah, and that, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is the like this is that band yeah. that did that right is a now? Yeah. This song good song ripped like it shreds so hard." Yeah, uh, and then of course, "Eruption" like blew my mind. Like right. that was like the first time I heard like someone playing like that. Right, it's just wild. Yeah. I got I got ridiculed at school one time because these kids, they were like the so I was never in a group, click in school. Yeah. I was like always the the amoebas kid that could just kind of <laughs> sit with anyone, you know, because like I didn't want to be in a clique. Sure. And so one day I was sitting with the fucking emo guitar player kids, you know, that were like also still in band, so they like weren't really, they were the pre-emo kids, you know, the okay. pre- preppy emo kids. I gotcha. And one of them was like, who's the greatest guitar player of all time? And then the other one was like, Jimmy Page. It's not even close. And I was like, it's a good... I like Jimmy Page a lot, but I would probably say Eddie Van Halen. And they were like, he fucking sucks. And I was like, you can climb that mountain of shit that you're building and fucking plummet to your death. Are you kidding me? I was so mad. They were like, everything he does, he learned from Jimmy Page. I'm like, well, he created an entirely new way to play guitar. So that's why he would literally not face the crowd when he was doing his solos at shows because he didn't want other artists to see really Eddie Van Halen would do that wow he literally would hide his guitar because he didn't want people to see what he was doing holy shit I didn't know that yeah isn't that wild that is insanely wild right and I forget what his name is but the guitarist for Black Sabbath was Tony more, Iommi oh, yeah Tony yeah, Iommi yeah. I feel like he was more influential on metal like mm-hmm. Van Halen and those God, guys, that than, guy was than Jimmy beast. Page was didn't he like get his? Yeah, but didn't Jimmy he get, like, Page like revolutionized guitar yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the same way that in the same way that Hendrix did. That's you know? true. Like they both they like they 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 created this this uh, yearning to how how 
people wanted to figure out how the fuck this was happening. Right. So then that bred all of right. these guitar players. Well, it was that. really like blues playing did that. Because what happened with blues playing was like prior to prior to like rock and roll really getting like uh, more influence from stuff like blues, it was the guitar was meant almost entirely as like a rhythm instrument. It was like the vocals and the lyrics and like the sort of swing melody to the song was like the guitar was an accompaniment to the rest of the band. Yeah. And then like when blues influences started to make their way into rock, so like through Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and whatever, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people say Led Zeppelin like stole a lot of their, Oh yeah, you know. Well, I mean, they don't even hide like you watch that documentary, um, they well rock and roll. What was, that? Like what was a, it called? Was it rockabilly? They they like almost directly copied. Um, it's a very very unique sound that was very niche. Um, that they is it that James Brown copied? No no no. This was they they were a part of almost like I don't want to say Star Search, um, like early like in the 60s there was this like music contest i want to say okay and they got featured for doing this very specific type of music oh okay very odd okay and they copied that you're saying yes okay because they were doing it in america and i want to say that it was do you know what i'm talking about mara did you ever see uh uh, the legends of good uh legends of guitar or it was uh, Jack White, Jimmy Page. It might get loud. It might. This yeah. might. This might get loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So in this I, might get I loud. That. Uh, they show this early footage of of the guys in uh, in. Uh, oh my god, we were just Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, and it's this. I keep saying rockabilly, but that's not it. It's well, a, whatever it is, but it was weird as fuck. But it was blues influenced, and right. that you. It, I, I don't know if it was Jimmy Page, but one of the band members said, like, yeah, they're doing this in America, and that's now we're doing it. Oh, that makes sense. It was like they were the first to do it over there, but then there was the British invasion, and they brought all their shit over here. Yeah. And then everyone was like, is that, wh- what's the name of that band? And they're like, who? And they're like, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> and they're like, what? And they're like, no. Uh. Like, who? Y- yes. Baba Yaga? What? Yes. What? Damn it. No, no. Huh? No. Who? Yes. Okay, the joke's over. What's going on over there? Yardbirds. <laughs> that band sucked. Oh, how dare you? I, mean, I fucking love the Yardbirds. They're super influential. I get it, but I just, I mean, it's not my speed. I don't know if I'd say influential, but I loved their but music. But they were. They influenced. For your love. <laughs> See, but like, okay, so that, that, like, uh, where somebody was once in this and then became something else in another Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Mike Brody had a post about that the other day that was really cool. But like I didn't uh, post the Beach on Boys? It. Well, it was like what? It was like name somebody who was in one band and then was in another band that was like equally famous and it wasn't just because they were famous from the first band. And so there was oh. like, it was a really cool post. But anyway, all the comments that, were amazing. That's interesting. Um, so Any any that come to mind? Um, that, so... Because obviously, uh, Dave Grohl going from Nirvana to yes. Foo Fighters, right? And so, um, there were there were a few that I really liked, but I I didn't really uh, I don't I don't know I didn't appreciate all of the artists, you know. You know what's a good one? Fucking, uh, um, 
Shit. Who's that guy that's saying, um, oh, then you really might know what it's like, what it's like. I know the song. Then yeah. you really might know what it's like. Yeah, I don't actually know. Um, So the one that I would have said, uh, and I didn't actually comment on it, was Ginger Baker. Um, Everlast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude was in House of Pain. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. And? And then, so like they had Jump yep. Around. Yep. Um, and then he went on to do What It's See, Like. See, and that's, so th- he said like non a non-solo artist sort of thing. Because that would be like uh, they use their fame from their original group to become a solo artist. See, but he then, didn't do that. Because he was not like the front the front guy in that band. In Everlast? Or in uh, House, of House of Pain. And so like, and he didn't use his group name well maybe i don't know i, I mean, was gonna say i didn't know that until you just said it i mean mike had uh mike had some stipulations on it that i can't really remember. Oh, okay, okay, okay. but like a lot of people said like basically like chris cornell from audio slave and soundgarden you know uh but then like they were all sound or uh audio slave was like also kind of a super group i was gonna say that a was a super so group. it's like and but then he what he, was um uh most deaf and uh, 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 Tile of Quali, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, oh my god, I know. I literally have their album in my Is it Mobstar? No, uh, no, it's Blackstar. Blackstar, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that, that group. Or they only have one album, but that album is so good. A couple of years ago, they said they were going to do it again. Oh, yeah. I, I must have spread my drop of phone in this. I know. <laughs> but uh, for me, it was, I was going to, I wanted to be like, hipster and cool and just like name somebody that like not a lot of people know but then i was like don't be a douche like just read these comments it'll be fun but, be a douche now. but uh i was gonna say ginger baker because he was in cream and he was in blind faith and that this all this to say your yardbirds is like cream for me oh okay yeah because like cream influenced them getting together for blind faith and blind faith was like steve winwood and ginger baker and clapton and like you know that they were all they were all their own thing at the time, and then they came together for these for this. Mm. Could group. you find a way to integrate Nas into this conversation? I've been actively trying not to, <laughs> and you mentioned most definite. So, like, if I had to, I would say, well, what Nas Nas was in the uh, the firm, but he like started the firm, and that was like uh, uh, Foxy Brown and Cormega. And oh yeah, yeah. They oh, wow. have, they have one album, and it was actually produced by Dre, which is why the beats on uh, no the firm, shit. yeah, the firm volume one or whatever it's called, is the the actual like music on it is so fantastic. This is like phone tap is like such a fucking awesome song in that album. I love like getting super passionate about this stuff because like I look like a guy who like listens to fucking J Beebs only and like. Some, no, some no, Sean, no, 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 no. Some Sean Mendes. You, you do look like Sean Mendes. Actually, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do, you do seem like you would enjoy some Sean Mendes. Yeah, I do. do you? But no. you know, with I've your never, comedy, sometimes you have Brian. people in stitches. <laughs> Is that his song? Stitches. Oh yeah, I've never. Heard um, but. I was going to say you look like a guy who is very knowledgeable about music, actually. Well, thank the you. The way you carry yourself. 
<laughs> like a just you look like a douche. You look like you're stealing records all the time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of do look like that. I look like I could get away with it. Oh, I hear you want to hear something embarrassing. Yeah. Talking about body shapes. Uh, did you pee on your nutsack because your dick was too cold? No. Oh, okay. But what I did do, and I didn't even realize I was doing it, um, so I go to go pee-pee, mm-hmm. right? And because I wear summer dresses for shirts, I lifted my shirt up and just rested it on top of my belly. <laughs> <laughs> so that I it's wouldn't like, Your belly's like a TV tray Yeah I went just like uh, this And it just stayed Oh no And then I was like oh my god That's why we're doing this weight loss challenge <laughs> That's awesome Is I never I didn't have a shelf before Right and now you do Oh my god You don't even have like a number goal anymore You have like a, I gotta a get shelf this. to get rid of Yeah, yeah I got some a, you fucking a, spring cleaning You have today. a hate yourself less goal now <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. I've lost. Uh, I've lost weight. I'm. I'm not. Let's not review. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah I'm not confident that I'm going to lose as much as I'd like, but I'm feeling better about my sleeping habits, and I've gotten some exercise, which feels good. Hydrated. And I. Yep. And I've been eating smaller portion sizes. So perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During the day, I do fine. It's at night. It's at night. It's the fucking the ghouls come after you. Yeah. So, uh, not to shift gears too much, or if we all had our musical uh, feelings uh, aired out, yes, yes. Talk about Eddie. Rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah. R.I.P. to Eddie. Yeah. Rest, I just want to say that, like, uh, two in the thoughts, one in the prayers. He was well. He's like one of those players where it's like he doesn't play guitar. It's like an extension of him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You a, can't, like, there was an article that was like it was the top fifty guitar players of all time, and when they got to Mike Einzinger from Incubus, oh, uh, they kind of referenced him and a few other people that were on the list and in the same paragraph. And then they obviously, so he was like number forty-eight on the list of top fifty. That's very interesting. And then like number twenty-something was Tom Morello, and then number like five or whatever was Eddie Van Halen. And they say in the Einzinger paragraphs, like few players ever have had the ability to not just play the guitar but to bend the guitar to their will yes. oh wow and that's, what, and that's like that's what sat with me it was like that's what eddie van halen did he's like it's one thing like you said to play it it's another thing to like make it do what you want it mm-hmm. to do yep. he used the force yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's this picture <laughs> obi-wan kenobi behind stage he's like Use the false Eddie. And then Eddie turns around and fucking shreds and there's fire coming off of it. No, the reason why he turns is because when he shreds in a certain way, that's when the the, the ghostly figures pop up. All the old uh, entities, the force Which, by the way, the force ghosts. Can anybody else see those ghosts? The force ghosts? Yeah. Only force uh, sensitive beings can see force ghosts. Okay. Oh, that's got to be weird then. It's got to be like... So it's like, like when you're talking to someone on a Bluetooth headset. <laughs> like you're just looking insane. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's so funny. Uh, it's just like, did you just say I love you, <laughs> Dad? Dude, uh, dude, That's dude, really funny. Dude, dude. Oh, my God. They are the, the most revered guild of schizophrenics. <laughs> they kind of are. 
they there's actionable uh like they're they're there are very there are some schizophrenics who take some action. Well, no, I know, it's but a little the, more understandable that like people like Han Solo are skeptical of their yeah. religion. Like, yeah, you're talking to your your ghost dad. Yep, gotcha. Right, right. <laughs> but like to to refute that point, there is that they're schizophrenic. There is a moment when Luke Skywalker becomes a Force ghost, and he like actually can touch and pick up things. Yeah. So so in with, the books. No, no, no. No, in the, in movie. the movie. It happens. Oh, you're talking about in the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's in like episode eight or nine or something. I think it's yeah. in nine. Oh, The Last Jedi. It's yeah. the one where he tricks uh, Ky- Kylie. What's his name? Rilo Ken. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So Kylie is going after him and uh, yeah. Luke's like, just kidding, not here. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been <laughs> a great Zip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh my so, god, by the way, that fucking video that you sent of Batman running away. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that, that was, was hilarious. Funny. I love that oh like they definitely god. they definitely were like, okay, you have to run like this. And then Well, no, no, that's isn't that have you <laughs> This is throwback for like days, but it's a video that's called A Trip to the Grocery Store. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm about. talking about? Yep. I haven't seen it. I'm going to, I'll put that clip in here because it is, f- God damn it, it's so funny. If you could find it, actually, that would be amazing because <laughs> that's exactly what it reminded me of was this. Tri- so it's some, it's like the, the first like showcase of somebody with insane CGI skills just doing it for shits and giggles. Like people do it now, like to get clout and stuff like that. It um, almost looks like something you would do in school. Like here's an animation test, but it's not for like. But any they specific... went out and scouted out locations. No, I, I know, but that's what I mean. It sounds like okay. Here's oh, your oh. job. Like here's your assignment. Go find a location and like map a CG character so it looks like it actually fits in that environment. <laughs> do whatever you want. That's a good but point. But these are your requirements for the assignment, and they're like, I'll just go absolutely insane. I've also seen video a video where oh, someone God. like um like an actual person tries to do those that? same animations with their body. Oh my god. Ooh, just the song. Oh. <laughs> I love how there's that one point where like you get the audio clarity as if you're listening as if the song is playing outside of a car and you're yeah, yeah. That, that part was great. That fade great in, editing. That spatial awareness yeah. in audio, I fucking love yeah. that. Okay, so the other day <sighs> Actually, it was thanks, Mara. Today, um, uh, I said I found an Instagram account that I can't wait oh, to yeah, share yeah, with yeah. you guys, and I sent it over to Mara. Um, so you guys have both seen it by now. Yeah, uh, this is, in my opinion, 
the funniest Instagram account I've ever found. Um, because it's, well, Mara, why don't you read the first post I sent to you? Sure. Oh, so like the the account is called the Horny Police, <laughs> and they basically just screenshot people on Twitter being extremely horny to a very not okay degree, <laughs> and then the captions are always something like "Life without possibility of parole." So then there's an example. This is actually in 4chan. Um, in the fit category, <laughs> nice, and the subject line says "Salmonella in penis." <laughs> And there's a little JPEG, and it's got, like, two chicken breasts there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it says, hi, guys. I was cooking last night, making some chicken breasts. I had spilled some soda on my pants, so I was cooking without pants on. (laughs) I was moving some trays around, and I accidentally dropped a chicken breast on the floor. But it hit my penis before it hit the floor. This morning, my penis seems like it isn't flamed in the pee hole <laughs> if I touch it. Is it possible I got salmonella poisoning? And then the first response is, you fucked those chicken breasts. Didn't you? <laughs> and then the next person says, you fucked the raw chicken, didn't you? And then finally, you did. So he absolutely fucked Roger. Yeah. So on that, so on that post, the the caption was "Life without possibility of parole" for the horny police. And then, oh, oh okay, I right. got it now. I got so it. the second one I sent, and this one, this this one, the caption was "The subject is in custody and awaiting questioning." Okay. okay. Uh, it's a post on Ask Reddit with the "Not safe for work" tag applied to it, meaning like, don't open this at work. Kind of thing, oh, 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 which gotcha, is a, gotcha, it's gotcha. a common thing you put on stuff. Uh, the post is, "What's your most wanted sexual fantasy?" And a post from user X Eskimo Explosion says, "I want to wear a strap on like a tail and do two women doggy style at the same time, like a pendulum, occasionally switching sides." <laughs> Wait, what? and then the response to that is, "We're all living in 2019, and this guy's living in 3019." <laughs> Uh, but there are so many wait, posts wait, on wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wear strap-on... Like a tail. Like a tail. Like a tail. Strap. Yep. So then you got someone in front of you, uh-huh. and you got someone behind and you. Face- you just- oh! And then you flip around and you do it again. Wow. <laughs> Some of these are so good, it's like hard not... I mean, it's it's astonishing. Some of these. I mean... It's it's really remarkable. Wow. Um so here I'll uh let's see. I'll see if I can I'll pull up uh the The horn. weird thing is I was imagining the girl humping him doggy oh, style. Oh, I get what you're saying. So, like a post uh from today. Uh I actually saw um, the, you know that massage parlor right on the main street in in uh Monticello? Yeah. I've never noticed until today the the design, the decal that they have on their window looks like somebody humping somebody lying on the ground. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Yeah. Next time you drive by. Just read read the post or see the post and then read the caption. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of shit like that it's just a bunch of people oh god it's so funny that is hilarious 
See, that seems like a joke, <laughs> what the guy did. Right, but then there's like there's like this post. My nudes were on Snapchat last year, so I figured I'd post them oh, on Oh, fuck, I just realized I didn't read out loud the oh. fucking thing. And then like this guy comments, it's not loading, question mark, question mark, and then follows that by replying to himself, um, I tried blocking and unblocking you, it's not working. Next tweet. Can you show me how to make the pics load? Next tweet. Okay, I deleted the app and then reinstalled. What's the problem? Next tweet. I saved the pics and tried to upload. It's still nothing. Next tweet. Miss? Next tweet. I think your Wi-Fi is messed up. Try restarting the router. Next tweet. Please? Next tweet. I logged into my laptop and it's still not working. This guy tweeted at her like 10 times just to get her nudes. So it's just you're just watching guys completely throw all morality and objectivity out the window. It's very funny. Though. I'm I'm still friends with with some uh, with some models, and the shit that I see people yeah. say, and when you look at these guys, I, I just I don't get what they think is gonna happen. Right, and like like and we are all aware that catcalling is no longer, and a, it's a, a, it's 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 so much worse to me than catcalling because, like. You're putting a, a a stamp basically on it. Well, and, and, and then they have to keep looking at that. Well, yeah, that too. What I was gonna say is like it in in this particular context, I guess, it's so much worse than catcalling and in a way that's what makes it so funny because like there is there's no there's no real consequences because you can hide behind a fake alias. Oh, so like okay. so like the filter is completely gone. And with catcalling, you can be like, nice tits, or you got a great ass. But these guys are like, like I would literally, th- there's one that says, uh, I would swim through a river of shit to suck the last dick that was in her ass. And that's like, I mean, like, can you imagine saying that to someone on the street? Like, that just is like, like, ma'am, I have to tell you, you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And if I may... <laughs> I would <laughs> I would swim through a river of shit to suck the last dick that was in your ass. If I may be so bold. Like do, what do you honestly think that would ever work? That blows my fucking mind. Right. And these people are like that de- I mean it's sad in a way cuz it's like how you're very desperate, you know, it's hard to look at somebody like be that but it is. Whew. That's insane. Whew. I feel like those people in the past were just the ones that Rolled around in a trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and, and then like had dolls. You have a unique... How often do people ask to see your tatas? Um, mainly just because they're implants. So it's like a a curiosity? I guess. But it happens. Yeah. Is it friends? Yeah. Did you show them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it is it weird for you that people ask or is it more like a... Well, yeah, it's yeah. weird, but I don't really care. <laughs> okay. I, I meant to ask you this last week, and I don't know why, but I was like, if I ask, I'm pretty sure she's going to be like, yeah, because it's not a sexual thing. It's a curiosity thing, and you you do such a good job of not making the other person feel weird for the question that they ask. Like we talked about last week, like that's why I connect with you so much is because... Mm-hmm. You do such a good job of dealing with my weird fucking shit <laughs> that I was like, I I bet you're almost like as like a teacher. 
Like, yes, these are tatas. These are boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> these are boobs. These are bibs. <laughs> I I had a really weird experience with a babysitter when I was a kid where I was I like, thought you were going to say boobies. Learning, yeah. With the boobies. Kind of. Oh. It was with a babysitter who I was like taking anatomy, like the anatomy thing in elementary school. And anatomy I, in elementary school. Well, it was like it was like you had to name the muscle groups. Oh, right? okay. And so, like, we got to the pectoral muscles, and I was like, "What are?" Like, I didn't know what they were, so I was like trying to think. I'm like, what? and she was like, "Do you want a hint?" And I was like, "Sure." You know, I'm like a kid, and she's like, "They're boobs," and she like cupped her boobies. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I like girls." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like instantly, I was like, "Those are cool." I was this close to sucking Timmy's dick. <laughs> now that you've done this, yeah, right. This is this is a whole new world for me. Oh God damn it, that's funny. Oh, I like <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> it was just me with a face paint skeleton on, dude. My my, I'm gonna bleep this part out. But my uh was a womanizer and like shallow and just awful. He worked at this establishment. It was in Orange Julius, and uh, <laughs> and it was way too formal of a name for Orange Julius. Yeah. yeah. So he uh, he worked with this girl who was a little on the bigger side, and so because of that, she had large tatas. Okay. She had a couple extra scoops, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even an ice cream shop. It's a oh, right. place. <laughs> You're an idiot. I well, love they you. did. They I did know the scoops know. of the the I know the fruits. Anyways, <laughs> um, so him and this other guy would ask to see her boobies like all the time, and finally she was like, "All right, if you guys will shut the fuck up, let's go in the back." And they were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! This is awesome!" And I remember him telling me like the buildup. He was like, "Is the, he couldn't believe that he was finally going to get to see boobies in person." Yeah. So she lifts up her shirt. They drop out, and I could almost see them, like that. That like, all right, okay, this is going to happen. And then they drop out. Oh. And then so he says all of this. He's describing it, and he goes. A lot of veins. <laughs> oh, what a teenage takeaway. <laughs> yeah, he was so, like 18, 19. Yeah, so naive. You're just like, ah. So funny. Yeah. The first time I touched someone's boob was at a Applebee's. Because <laughs> she, she was talking about how she got fake boobs. So she, and she was just like, she just offered a... A, sc- a honk? Uh-huh. and i'm like wow because i've done that not at applebee's but you oh you've had other people squeeze your tatas Mm -hmm. because it's a unique feeling Mm -hmm. check these gummy bears out (laughs) is that like like that is the best that's how they get described because they're like a gel if so if they were to tear it'd be like tearing a gummy bear nothing would leak out you know yeah if i so they're not gushers they're gummy bears mm mm-hmm if I were to write your obituary or like be able to have something scribed on your headstone, it would be 
they can't repossess your gummy bears is the the greatest Mara <laughs> quote, I think, of all time. Do you uh, know what I'm talking about? No. So when she was on, uh, she was talking about uh, getting all these loans and, and things to for these surgeries and going into debt for this stuff. Yeah, do whatever you can. Like if 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 it's something you want to do, you can just not pay it back because they can't repossess your gummy bears. That's funny. It's not as like hell. a car, you know. So right, fucking funny. Right. That's funny as hell. Yeah. Speaking of funny as hell. Is it time? It's time for the stern of trolls. That thing is that thing's I'm, I'm gonna zoom in. Because it's German, you know. <laughs> yes, because Stein. You know what was in the Stein before? That was a funny fart. That was a funny fart. Tight oh. pants, big dick. All right. Oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll grab one. Hit that with some uh, extra Lysol. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dusting it off. <laughs> Carrying a bit of the stank. Oh, man. Okay. This episode of Duty Absolutely is brought to you by the people who sell money making secrets that charge you hundreds of dollars for their secrets, but it turns out that the real money making secret is selling bullshit secrets to dumb people. <laughs> I liked that one. Those are those YouTube ads. Right. And they're like Ty three hours long. Ty Lopez. Who, which one of you wrote that? Fuck. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by the film that builds up in the microwave when you haven't cleaned it in a while. <laughs> it's so much. You read it so nonchalantly that I almost like missed it. I know. That's why Everyone I has their own unique film too. Yeah. Every food has their own unique film. I always think of cup of noodles. I always think of like when you uh when you like uh reheat like chili or something. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's you get all chili the, you get that, like yeah, that's bladder on there and you're like this is a I fucking crime scene anything now. In there. Ah. Grabs a stein so. Oh yeah, sorry. I was distracted because Riley's coming over to grab some shirts and we're going to talk about the wedding. We're going to shoot and then we're both going to get fucking COVID. Oh. That is a very sad story. Yeah, the wedding that we're shooting is basically Sturgis. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. This is this is the most. I can't I've, believe that this was written because I've never been more excited for this one <clears> than I was for this one. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by the newest installment of Kids Bop Star Wars Country Edition, featuring galaxy-renowned recording artist Darth Brooks. <laughs> Dude, this is gonna fucking blow some minds later. That was very fucking funny. Who wrote it? God damn it. I hope you get the the other one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Bose Toes Pedicures. Definitely not a front for money laundering. Coupon code very normal nail (laughs) salon. Coupon code very normal nail salon. Oh, Oh, that's really good. God, this Bose Bose thing is... It's, <laughs> it's a whole story line that yeah, I came dude, up with. This is, it's a thing now. God, I'm happy about Shit. that. I think the season finale is next week. What? No, yeah. it can never end. Bose Bose... I could come back. I just... Bose Bose must continue. It does. Like, I wrote all of these while listening to that Dementia album. 
I almost broke the stein of truth. Oh, don't do that. It's nearly fell off because of this the stupid stein ship. The stein is actually... Ship in oh, the you know, there actually is a bunch of shit in the way. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by a pack of stray dogs leading a Guatemalan boy through the streets to overthrow the feline government. <laughs> This episode of <laughs> No uh, This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Tommy Bayer's Dog Whistles. Our whistles have a pitch so shrill, not only will, you, will your dog hear it, everyone in a five mile radius will too. Tommy Who is Bayer. that? He's a comic He's on a another comedian. show. He's a comedian with Big a shrill races. voice. <laughs> they talk about it on their podcast, We Cool Podcast. Um, that you and I were on. Yeah. Did we ever talk about that? I don't know. I don't think we did. We were on their podcast and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot Ryan of fun. Ryan Call went fucking nuts. Yeah, it was he went great. Bananas, <laughs> which is very Ryan Call-esque. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um, oh, shit. This time. <laughs> I'm getting a headache. I'm laughing so fucking much. <laughs> oh, man. This episode... <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Duty Absolutely is brought to you by snacking on our ground potatoes straight out of the box. It's not great, but I'm hungry now. <laughs> that sounds so unpleasant and so fucking funny. And it's not real cheese at that point. It's in a box. That is powder. Oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> Riley, are you out there? Yeah, come in, dude. Oh, we still fuck. going? Yeah, yeah, keep going. This episode, I just fucking did your German voice. <laughs> this episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Terraforming North Dakota. <laughs> what a fucking hellhole. Why go to Mars when we have North Dakota? Exactly. <sighs> the great Riley Jacob Downs, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. You're looking sharp. Yeah. Give me the fucking stein. Bud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. The Stein of Truth. Okay, there we go. So fun. <clears throat> this episode of Dude Absolutely <laughs> is brought to you by playing Bar with the Bar on full blast in an Arby's parking lot. Is that the Bar with the Bar? Just <laughs> 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 picture someone in like a 1997 Pontiac Grand Am. <laughs> I, I imagine like that maroon, right. like <laughs> yeah, they have like their fox racing jacket. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <sighs> this episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by seagulls wearing suspenders, selling six shades. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> fuck yeah! Oh god. <laughs> very good, very good. This episode of Duty Absolutely is brought to you by Lil Wayne's Truffle Butter Burgers. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> you can really lean into the flavor. <laughs> can you imagine? Hey, Lil Wayne's Truffle Butter Burger. Just <laughs> <laughs> Truffle Butter on your pussy. <laughs> Comes with a side of codeine. <laughs> That's why it was crazy that the fucking... Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Speaking of overdosing on codeine, <laughs> before you overdose, that left me fart. <laughs> okay. Speaking of overdosing on codeine, before you uh, choose to overdose, make sure that you pick up some life insurance from our friends at Garth Brooks and Jeff Fox, where these lightning and thunder life insurance. It's a real barn burner over there at the office. I was going to write, when the thunder rolls, you might be dead. <laughs> Here's your sign. See, but that's Bill Engvall. I know. I know. You might be a redneck if. Here's your sign. What's, what's, I wasn't. <laughs> what tater was, salad. Yeah, tater salad was Ron White. That's oh, tough. Oh, yeah. Tough. I mean, to to have, first of all, to have the worst catchphrase out of those four choices. <laughs> sheesh. Isn't it funny, though, that, like, hands down, not even close, the best comic out of all of them is Ron fucking White. Oh, yeah. Like. He, he is for sure. He, like, they, they still try to do stand-up. Yeah. Well, not no, even close. Nobody sells more seats, though, than Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. He, I'm, I read somewhere that he sold out Madison Square Garden for a week. Are you shitting me? Madison Square Garden? Yeah. He like only does arenas. <clears throat> but New York does not seem like that would be his fucking lane. Yeah, That's but so weird. I feel like upstate, like he would, I mean, where is he? I mean, in, he could do an arena in like Buffalo, but like Albany and whatever, like, yeah, you know, maybe it wasn't MSG, maybe it was somewhere else and I'm just like making that up. But Riley, I feel bad. You want to come have a seat? You fucking loser. Hi, Kim Duke. Hey, Chris Duke. Uh, today's episode, we are excited to announce a new sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. Uh, I'm excited about this sponsor because, uh, especially with COVID going on, there's a lack of mental health resources out there. Um, a lot of people aren't able to get to their therapist or their therapists are book, booked out. Um, and so with BetterHelp.com, it's really nice because it's all, you can either do a video chat, you can do direct messaging. You can do telephone calls and all that where you don't have to see someone in person. And then when you do the algorithm online, they will f pick therapists for you. And I've met with a lot of patients who talk about how they cannot find a therapist for them. And they have gone through lots of different therapists. And I've had patients that come in the ER and they're asking for, I want a therapist that specializes in this and this and this. And basically, I have a piece of paper I can hand them and say, all right. There you go. Try and figure out which place has those type of therapists. So, And it's very nice. As you're filling out the information, you can watch the website calculate and find these people for you. There's thousands of counselors. Over 4,000. Thousands. Th yeah, it's insane. Um, and one thing that is important to, to me as well, obviously, my sobriety. And they have a plethora of LADCs or licensed drug and alcohol counselors. So go to betterhelp.com slash DDGD. That is the acronym for the podcast. Obviously, Duck, Duck, Gray Duke. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash DDGD. Enjoy the show. <sighs> All right. We doing premises? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You got one? I do. All right. Let's hear yours you first. You want me to go first? Okay. Uh, so I walked into Subway today. And before I go into Subway, there's a big fucking sign that says masks required. Something must a uh, like fabric must be covering your face. Some, something right, to that right. effect. Big fucking sign. I walk in. 
two dudes, no fucking masks. <clears throat> on top of that, on the tables, there's signs that say masks. It, it's everywhere. Construction worker is the, the guy that's in front of me with no mask. And I was like, nice. And he goes, what? I go, oh, I'm just glad you're not wearing a mask. He's like, why are you glad I'm not wearing a mask? I go, because I wouldn't be able to see your cute face if you were wearing a mask. And I give him a little winky wink and a kiss kiss. And so that's how you get people to wear masks is uh, gay panic. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was wondering where that was going. That's a good line. Yeah. 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 Nice. I don't have any notes. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a good it's a good misdirection one liner. That's kind of what I thought. I was like it came to mind. Right. I didn't have to write it down even. I was just it's right there. But I it that that I mean not the obviously the interaction didn't happen. Although I am going to fucking do that the next time it happens cuz I thought about it when I was leaving my car. Cuz construction worker is a big tough guy and I didn't want him to fuck me in that subway. <laughs> I wanted to fuck me outside the subway. Yeah. But, um, all right. So the last time I flew, uh, I was getting on the plane. Boy, are your arms tired. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Such a douche. Uh, so the last time I flew, I was getting on the plane. I was like walking down uh, the first part of the plane. where So it wasn't one that had a separate first class and then... Uh, you know, fucking. You mean like sectioned off? Yeah, like it, there wasn't like business class and first class. It was just like all one lane, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and as I'm walking, it was like somebody was sitting down from like the second row, and I heard him like grunt, and then was like, "I thought I paid for the big comfy seat," and I was like, "Oh, what? You know, like what the fuck are they?" So I go go to my seat, whatever, and then they have like the pamphlets in the back of the seats that like explain the fucking you know, all the planes they have and yep, all the whatever. Yep. So, like, I opened it up, and I was, like, looking at all this, you know, just had nothing else to do. And in there, listed, it had the big comfy seat. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant, right? Because when I walked past that guy and I heard him complaining about the big comfy seat, I was like, what a fucking child that man is. Yeah. Like, grow up, you're an adult, right? The big comfy seat. <laughs> but it turns out you can order or pay for the big comfy seat on delta which is perfect because anytime anyone complains they immediately sound like a child it's it, they literally listed it as the big, the big comfy seat oh my god it's brilliant that's hilarious because you can't complain and sound serious <laughs> at the same time excuse me ma'am i thought i paid for the big comfy seat oh did you want the what else did i write here did you want the comfy oh, comfy blanket you, yeah did you want a warm cozy blanket <laughs> with that like, you know, it's perfect. You can't complain. God damn it. That's really funny. You sound like a fucking idiot if you do. It does. It sounds like a PBS, like, fucking Sesame Street type of, like, like a Sesame Street character explaining to kids that are about to go on a plane for the first time. Right. right. And then you get to sit <laughs> in a big comfy seat. Right. And they give you a cozy, wozy, blankie. Mm. And then Cookie Monster... Pops up and he's got cocaine all over his face. He's like, hey, they got free cookies if the flight's long enough. Like, ah, cookie, cookie, cookie. Uh, yeah. So that's my that's my premise for the week. I like it. I I like that idea of like 
what uh, what other like what other amenities in life can you make sound fucking childish like that? Right. Well, it's like it's it's like the perfect defense for whatever company it is. Oh, excuse me. I ordered the not too hot soup. Right. Excuse me. Uh, Arby's. Uh. <laughs> My uh, roast beef is missing from my meat mountain, and uh, <laughs> I really could use some roast beef on this. <laughs> Sir, it's a mountain of meat. You're going to be okay. Actually, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be okay. I think you're going to die. He's going to die. Right. For sure. Have you seen a meat mountain before? I mean, every morning. Okay. So, <laughs> lose weight, because uh, you talk about your belly. It's more Appalachian than it is Rocky, but- Right. Right. It's a rounder top, but- Yeah. I'm serious though. Have you seen a meat mountain from Arby's? Yeah, it's horrifying. Of course. Yeah, your blood pressure goes up from looking at it. You're yeah. Like, okay, that's. Have you? You know what's fucking rad about Arby's though? Bronco sauce. Never had it. Oh, I like their. Dude. I like their Arby's sauce. It's though. like this raspberry. Oh, that sounds dumb as hell. Just kidding. It sounds good. It's very good. Yeah. And I dip it. It's like at Seven Eleven, you can get a big gulp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like, sir, my big gulp cup is broken. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, Do you need your big swirly straw? the The sign says that if you buy six big gulps, your mega gulp is free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read that wrong. It's actually an ultra gulp. But what uh, about what about like where? Could, how could you apply that in like the medical field? Or what if you just started calling like the anatomy stuff? Like, I went to the vagina doctor today to get my vagina checked out, and it turns out I don't have a vagina. You call like an enema, like a shithole shooter. Yeah. Or like a a kitty scan. A kitty scan. Yeah. Yeah, I like you could it. Call, you could call a catheter a cocksucker. <laughs> so, anyways, they're siphoning my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that was the medical, like, <laughs> the actual, like, process? Like, all right, let's get this thing started. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to put an ep, you know, some uh, numbing agent on, on your penis so this doesn't hurt. We're going to put some tingly stuff <laughs> yep. on your pee-pee. And then they fucking slide it in, and you know they have to fucking wiggle it. There's no way it goes straight in. Yeah. And then the nurse has to be like, oh, I fucking hate my job. <laughs> 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 Ugh. All right. And then they just put it into a bucket below the bed. Uh, ma'am, are you the one that's going to be uh, siphoning my cock? It's like not a bedpan. I am actually just a phlebotomist. I didn't go to school for siphoning Eddie, cock. Did you? There is a specialist coming though. Did you ever watch? Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch uh, Trailer Park Boys? Very little. Okay, so there's an episode in like season ten, I think, where Ricky smokes. Ricky's the hot one, right? No, that'd be Julian. Julian, yeah. there we go. But he he gains a lot of weight over the course of the show. Yeah. It's like actually a bit. But uh, so Ricky uh, drinks like a bunch of these like weed drinks that he makes uh, with Snoop Dogg, and he drinks too many of them, and then he gets like super fucked up. And then Leahy shows up, and Leahy's like hammered, and he shoots Ricky, and then Ricky goes into a coma. And so they're like in the hospital, and Ricky's daughter is getting married. And they wanted to have Ricky at the wedding, so they like laid a tuxedo on top of him while he's like in the <laughs> hospital bed. And they're like about to do the wedding, and this nurse comes in. And he's got his headphones in, and they're like, 
what are you doing here? And he's like, sorry, I got to change out his bedpan real quick. We were going to do a catheter, but this guy has a huge urethra. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's like the whole scene. It's one of the funniest fucking things. Oh, and then they like start smoking joints to like pay respects to Ricky. And, oh, okay. And Ricky's heart starts beating again. Like he starts getting brain activity. That's really They funny. revive him with weed. You know what? I, I didn't even realize. So like, <clears throat> speaking of penises and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, obviously, History Hyenas I've been watching and I'm devouring yeah, it's it. It's great, yes. I didn't realize the pseudo-penis thing. Yeah. That's, they must have found out about that shit like the same time that I did. Because I have that joke about hyenas. Oh, yeah. Well, so. And I even, I listened back on the recordings of me doing that on right, stage. right. And I was like, they call it a pseudo penis. Right. I was like, holy shit, we've been on the same fucking I know. wavelength. That's what, dude. I've brought that up to you before, like the hyena joke that you have, and like how they talk about how the hyena is the greatest animal because a female hyena can fucking grow a dick. That's insane. I know. And I forgot. I don't know. Probably. I forgot. There was a window of time in your life where you forgot literally everything. So yeah, that's true. And that was about when I started watching the show. It's so fucking funny. God, I, I wish show. they were better with the Have you been watching Conspiracy Beauties? That's the best thing they do, I think. Yeah, yeah. First of all, the song that they have at the beginning of that is awesome, because they just yeah. basically trap-mixed fucking theme song for uh, uh, I, I just the like X-Files. Goes, yeah! <laughs> have you seen their RuPaul episode? Yeah. Fantastic episode. And they do the, they do the work it girl thing. Yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. Their their RuPaul episode is What is incredible. it? They're like thirty percent of their fans are transgender. That's what they say. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not true. But <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, but then they, they their most recent one was like about the original like uh, white guy that pretended to be a black guy. It was like the very first one ever. Basically, it was like from the eighteen hundreds and like oh, it was like this uh, whole like I forget what his Clarence name King. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, his name was Clarence King when he was white, and he was, like, a fucking banker. But, like, he fell in love with a black lady. And back then, like, they didn't want white people to be with black people. So, like, instead, he, like, got a perm and then, like, faked being a black guy so that he could marry this woman. And he, like, eventually was, like, found out or something, but then he, like... No, 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 he admitted it on his deathbed. That's what it was, yeah. And then they, like, weren't going to let her have the money that he left him because of this whole like race thing. Yep. And then she like finally won the case and got the money. Um, well, do you remember how they, they get, they got her some of the money? Oh no. So his friend was able to, um, like the inheritor, this guy was able to get that money and was giving her as much as he could from when uh, they would win. Okay. So yeah, that was, that Fucking was wild story. Yeah. But then they like talk about Sean King and like <laughs> that fucking guy, <laughs> Sean King, who is not not he is not black. Yeah. But repeat again, <laughs> not a black guy. Right. Yeah. Which when I first saw his picture, I was like, oh, that's cool that this white guy is like really for black. <laughs> I know. Right. It's like you can't... That's literally the first thing I thought. I know. And then you're like, until they oh, brought it up, right. I was like. I had no idea that he was claiming to be a black guy. Right, he does. He claims he's like a quarter black or half black or something, but like his, it was like his, yeah, it's a quarter black because his mom's dad was black is what he says. No, no, no. 
his mom cheated on that's his what it dad is yeah with a black with guy. a black guy yeah so he's is what black. he claims right but his mom's with dead a, so like and he can't. his his words <laughs> his mom had an affair with a very light-skinned black guy it's like yeah. the lacroix <laughs> yeah 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 he is the lacroix of black yeah holy shit that's, that's a really really good, good. all right dude <sighs> Same time next week? No, because I got to say words. Okay. This isn't very great, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. That's fair. You know, you hear about people that like, they have like a religious thing and they they try to reinstate their virginity. Oh, yeah. Or whatever bullshit Like being born again kind of. But I think I I have successfully done so (gasps) physically, like legitly. Oh, wow. You totally have. Because I I have totally had sex, but then I rearranged the whole- Machine? uh, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finished the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually came up with it because it's not like I'm not technically a virgin, obviously. I've had sex. So right. I came up with a different word for it because for the technicality. Okay. Vaginity. <laughs> yes. That's fucking brilliant. I don't even know how funny that is. This is genius. It's that's that's the beauty of a joke like that is the fucking fascination right. of all the shit you're learning and going. Because it's so easy to connect the dots. So it's like, it's um, it's an amazing thing that people don't think about. Right. And it's so easy to get on board with. That's well, it's the closest to the truth that you can actually and, yeah, get exactly. with it, right? And like, it's the truth. Right. And which is the, the thing that makes me, that gets me the most about it is like how deep that is. Because the people who are often like reclaiming their virginity are people who are very devout religious people and those people don't particularly agree with uh the vaginity style uh you know what i'm saying so it's like hey you want to uh you know you want to get that virginity back you're gonna have to transition you know they're like but i'll go to hell like well you want to fucking get the card back you got to play by our rules so that's funny as hell god well done that's so awesome and that's such a unique perspective. Like that joke is like, like you can, it's like you have like a, you have like the past to use a joke like that, you know? Well, it's the classic, like, uh, that's a life su- experience joke. That's yeah. Like, that's like successful s- comics always talk about that. You have to talk about the things that, that are unique to you. Right. Like they're a hundred percent. Whether it's your, your perspective story. on something that other people have a perspective on, or it's like real life experience that yeah. speaks volumes about who you are. Yeah, those wow. those stories. Man. Well, you're gonna have to get back, or you're gonna have to get on stage. I'm telling you, you got uh, That's next terrifying. Next week, I'll be going to. Well, so when this comes out tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> tomorrow night, I'll be <laughs> at the Keller. Open mic. You're going. I'm going because on November 5th, November 5th, your boy is competing mm. in the uh, Funniest Person in Minneapolis contest. I've never done a contest. I know. Never gonna. I, I heard about that. I don't want people to tell me that they think I'm But funny. this is, Sisyphus, it's different because it's your, your friends and you don't feel jaded. Yeah, but I'm way too competitive. But remember the POC yeah. show that we did? Yeah. It's just like that. Except at the POC thing, I immediately ima- after getting off, off stage was like, all right, who was I better than? 
Really? How's it judged? It's just how I am. How's it judged? Yeah. Um, if you're number of no. guffaws. <laughs> I don't. Someone's just got a tally. I actually don't know I think who's judging. Have, I think well, Grant. Have... Grant Winkles is a judge. Yeah, yeah. He well, he's like helping put it on and yeah. and running. Is the Khadija thing. a judge too? I don't know. She should be. I didn't hear, her, but she unless she's in it. If she's in it, she could. She should win. Yeah. Khadija Cooper. She's so fucking funny. I've never heard somebody at her level of experience be able to not only write, but also riff and work the crowd better than... She is miles ahead of everybody in the scene as oh, yeah. far as, as crowd work goes. I and mean, the just... She just has the crowd in the palm of her fucking hand every time she's on stage. It's like... because you, you, you can, I get like envious. I'm like, you could literally not tell jokes and you would kill because you're so fucking good at working the crowd. And you can tell that she's a good like person, right? Yeah, they. That's part of it. Yeah, it's, it's like I would say it's half the battle. It's just getting people to like you, and like she doesn't even have to try. She just goes up there and like smiles and laughs, and like people immediately are like, "Oh, you're awesome," and yeah, I yeah. want you to succeed. And then she's couple that with being legit funny, mm-hmm. and then you've got, I mean, she's she's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. I don't know. I, I maybe one day I'll do the contest, but I don't have any. Well, I'm I'm just thinking of it as motivation. like it's a it's, good way to get back on stage. Yes, exactly. But that crowd there is always so good yeah. that like in any excuse to be able to perform in that setting, right. I'm fucking game for. Yeah, I'll give you that. Oh, and your boy shot the We Cool podcast live. And dude, when we shot that, it made me. Th- we'll talk about this off air, but it was a blast. Check that out. Shit gets real dicey at one point. The crowd almost turned on them. So really, fucking tune in. It's uh pretty great. Grant yeah. does not give any ground, and I was so proud of him. Fucking stood his ground, did the bit, and was like, you know what? I'm not done with the bit, and I'm gonna go a little bit further. It was fucking That's great. awesome. So we cool podcast. Uh, obviously, subscribe on all the things. We're gonna get a fucking Patreon on here soon because I want to do unedited shit and let it fucking ride. Sometimes, yeah, let it rip. Yeah, because you know what? We're bad boys. <laughs> you say naughty stuff. You know, we're a little gay. Yeah, I mean, everybody is. It's a spectrum, dude. It's a fucking bell curve. That's my favorite, one of my favorite pictures of all time is me literally. Hey, and the guy who fucking did. took the yeah. pictures here. Yeah. It's me literally coddling you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a hug. That's a. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your OnlyFans account? Uh, Sad Daddy 666. <laughs> if you want to see name. a 666 duke. Oh, <laughs> oh. Head on over there. You boys. Uh, you should change the name fuck. to Dick 'em Down Jones. <laughs> I just think that's funny. I like it. Um, uh, Riley Downs photo on everything. Uh, Twitter's fuck Riley Downs. Fuck Riley Downs on Twitter. <laughs> well, and then Ri- Riley Downs photo. Professional on Instagram, myself on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Riley's yeah, yeah. dope as fuck, and I love him to death, and we're going to shoot a wedding and get COVID. And. Um, <gasps> Start sending in brought to you buys. Yeah, we need we need your help. And also, and, like, it's more fun when other people. Yeah, and I know we talked about it at the beginning of the show. 
all of these episodes are now sponsored by BetterHelp.com. Go to BetterHelp.com slash DDGD. Uh, the most important thing in the world is your mental health. Um, I feel like you can't tackle the day unless you're in a, in a good place mentally. So get on over there, support the podcast, and help yourself by, uh, by getting some professional help. They have all kinds of different counselors, uh, whether you're dealing with addiction, depression, if you're on the spectrum, they've got all of these things. So go, go and do that stuff. And uh, I love you. <laughs> I was, uh, dude. I just wanted to <laughs> stare at you and just watch you, like continue trying to fill airtime. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what happened there. It was just like they. All right, so they have like a lot of you know. And I'll then, splice back and forth, right, yeah, and, yeah. and it'll just get tighter and tighter on your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> oh man! All right, same time next week, dude. Absolutely. <laughs>